Hey everybody, what's up? It's me, Jordan Ardano. Uh, this week on the podcast, I have my best goddamn friend, Lily Michelle, uh, doing the show. Um, it's a great episode. I I, get, I wanted to start this episode by saying um, I know that the quarantine, the pandemic, this whole situation, it's been going on for a long uh, fucking time. And I've gone in and out of... I guess knowing how to deal with it. I've I've lost jobs, I've been making no money. Um I started off strong with like reading, writing. I fell out of it. Played a lot of video games, played golf when I went back home. I came back. Um I saw friends that made me feel a little bit better, but you know anything that I have known about the world as a whole, is changing, <laughs> and like, and I just have like, I, I, I'm still learning who the fuck, how the fuck, why the fuck, uh, I can do anything, you know, um, it seems like next week, I've got, uh, some jobs lined up to make money, hopefully having something that actually eats up my schedule, um, will make it easier to be creative, because before that, when you have a whole day, I don't know how anyone else feels, and you can uh, DM me, email me if you feel the same thing, but like, when your whole day is open to your schedule, like you have to plan it out, it's so much more difficult to make anything or write anything or like do something that you don't want to do. Like I've spent a lot of time in, in, in quarantine trying to establish some habits I don't have, such as, you know, reading a lot or, uh, cause that's something I fell off of in the past year and a half or so past couple of years. What am I saying? Um, working out was something I did a lot. And then the pandemic hit, I, I didn't, there's no gym. And I just started going to the gym very frequently and figuring out how to keep that up. Like, I feel like, I personally feel like there's a lot of wasted time for me um, throughout the pandemic. Like, I was going to perfect my Spanish. I was going to be really good at the guitar. I was going to produce music. And I'm like, I think I, I gave myself so much shit that I still overwhelmed myself in a time when I was literally free to do anything. And this time is slowly coming to an end. We're slowly coming back into it. But, like, I don't, like, why would I do that to myself to make an already stressful time so much more stressful? I guess one thing I'm trying to say is like if you have made this time stressful for, you, for yourself or if you're if you're starting to feel some kind of stress now after all this time and you're like, oh, it's going to be like this for a while. Take it from me. A real hypocrite. Fucking don't because it's bad. Uh, it's not fun. It's not fun to put so much fucking pressure and weight on yourself 24 seven. My mind is so fucking negative. I bully myself in my head all the time. And I feel like I don't really show that when I'm trying to be like all funny and goofy because I'm the, I'm the funny, goofy idiot friend. That's my thing. You know, I, I put that identity on myself. Um, and I just, if I could tell anyone anything, take a deep breath, learn to meditate. It's something I'm trying to do. Um, be nicer to yourself and uh and and let's let's get fucking to it. Uh the reason I bring that up is because Lily Michelle is not only my best friend but she's kind of a confidant with with a lot of uh she's the only friend in my adult life who's seen me cry. Uh except for my 
my ex-girlfriend. Um, but uh, she is, she's the only person who has seen me cry and it was for legitimate reasons. And, um, you know, she's, she, she's been there for a lot of hard things. So we kind of touch on that while we're talking. And I feel like this is a good preface to that. Just let you know that, you know, everyone's got it rough and we're all in this weird time together. Uh, that being said, Lily and I do have a fun conversation. We're, uh, we're not only talking about shit, but we do touch upon it. Uh, she calls me out on my bullshit. I, I call her out on hers. It's fun. It's it's great. Um, we have a we have a fun time for you. So why don't you go ahead and you enjoy that. I know this is the longest intro uh, I've ever done, but I said what needs to be said. Uh, I love you guys. Have a great time. Bye. And hello again. Uh, why did I say bye? You're going to listen to me. Okay, bye. Hello. Okay. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> Hello, it's your boy Joey Dardano with uh, definitely, I have to stop doing that at the beginning of every, I say it in the intro, you know who I am. Uh, I have my- do not know who you are. <laughs> it's on the fucking, it's on the, 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 graphic on the page they know who i am it's in the episode description it's in the show description i also didn't introduce you yet so don't you fucking talk yet don't you fucking talk yet lily because i didn't introduce you you never think about blind i'm gonna talk for like 10 whole minutes now before i say your name (laughs) doesn't matter i'm still gonna talk Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, here are my best friend, Lily Michelle. Woo. Okay. Uh, hello. hello. <laughs> um, we did just start the episode two seconds ago, and then the entire internet crashed on us. Uh, we were talking about the uh, what she believes to be the very first, and I mean it very was the first, first time, time we, met. we met. And Joey made it so that it... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in my head it wasn't the first time that we met, but it definitely was. Maybe I'm super gaslighting myself and trying to be like, no way you super embarrassed yourself meeting someone the first time like that. Maybe you just saw me online and then you were like, we're friends. Which is sadly, I think how a lot of my friendships are. Hey, I've read their tweets or I've seen their photos. I was going to Joey's apartment for an apartment show. I didn't know he was the host. I didn't even know it was his apartment and I she was just so booked she didn't have to know nothing about nowhere she was going listen he wasn't the person who booked me and the person's apartment it was that his roommate didn't tell me that she had a roommate so i didn't know he Mm. opens the door he goes in for the hug and that's just not cool (laughs) (laughs) lily Lily famously hates hugs but i will say lily and i'm gonna point this out that recently you've been okay with hugs and maybe it's because I cried in front of you and you know that I need it. Listen, I don't know why I'm letting you touch me. It's, it's, maybe um, it's the pandemic and I just kind of, I'm like, oh, whatever. Just know that every time we've hugged, I walk away going, that was nice. Oh, okay, then I got You're going to stop now. <laughs> um... I think I, I th- I'm a very friendly, huggy person, but I also yeah. think it's because I, I, I need physical touch. Yeah, I don't think I need it that much. Like, I don't need anything. Yeah. You just, you're fully fine and alone in I your really space. I really like being alone and I need to not be okay with it as much. My therapist says it's because I'm just comfortable in it and I'm used to it. 
but I do really enjoy being alone. That makes sense. I mean, as long as you know that yeah. I feel, you know, it's funny. Every single time I feel like I'm about to say something that could be genuinely smart, you can just ring, you could just knock me down four pegs because you know so much about me and how <laughs> stupid I really am. So I'm like, am I about to try to sound smart in front of Lily? It's not going to happen. Um, <clears throat> but as long as you're like aware of the negative aspects of that, but also genuinely being like, I like being alone. Yeah. Then it's not a problem. Because you're also, you're welcoming the people coming in and out and in and out, soft. In and out, in and out, and just in, in and, and out. out over and over again. Just in and out. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's good to be aware of what you like and what you don't like. And I think it is really good to like being alone. Because if you don't like being alone like Joey, then you're going to be constantly spiraling. And that's not cool. I'm... Oh, I'm okay with being alone. <laughs> Your voice. <laughs> uh, my my throat tried to stop me from saying yeah, that. Just closed up on you. Like that's a lie. <laughs> no, I'm I'm okay with being alone. It's just the idea of like I am. I I fight the idea of like new people coming into my life. Like even friends, I'm like ah, that's a new that's a new commitment now. You got to hit them up once it's every not week true or at all. Really. Dude, you're so welcoming to new people that move to New York and don't have any friends. You're like, let's hang out every day. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't go, let's hang and out every I'm day, like, but I'm like, welcome best friend. Is he going <laughs> to have to bring this person around now? No, I'm, I, I think I'm very welcoming, but I don't like make people part of my entire, you know, there's, there's people you hit up often to be like, what are you doing? You're one of those people, yeah. Gabby and Zach, they're one of those people. So like, those are people who like, I hit up. Yeah. Uh, and then there's people I'll hit up like once every like week or two and be like, you didn't forget about me, did you? We're friends. Let's hang out. Yeah. And usually they go, oh, new number, who this? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Joey, stop contacting me. Joey, I'm nice not blocking you, but this is your last chance. I have told you to stop contacting me. Um, no, I think I'm welcoming to new people coming into my life, but I also have such anxiety where I'm like, oh, this is just another person I'm going to disappoint. That's crazy. You overthink things a lot. Though. I overthink a lot of things. I overthink everything. I never think that. I'm never like, oh, I'm going to disappoint you. I'm like, oh, I have to like do an Instagram birthday post for you if we get close. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, more work 180 <laughs> days from now this fucking guy and then every 365 friends until after your birthday then we can get closer that's so funny to like have to wait to be like i'm hey i'm not your friend until after we celebrate one year around the sun yeah one trip around the sun i i um i feel like i'm very i'm very uh patient with new people uh, yeah, you are. I'm very patient. And then the moment they make me angry, I mean, or disappoint me or hurt me, I go, man, super fuck that person. They only get five more tries. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I let people into my life and I let them be mean to me for a long period of time until I'm like, wait, this is abuse. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like I don't know. We're 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 getting into. Our, I mean, you're a year older than me, but we're like we're getting into. All right, that. <laughs> you don't need to tell people you're that. You're older than me, and um, and it shows. You're a sophomore, and, and I'm a freshman, so whatever. <laughs> we're in different lives. We don't. We have different lives going on. We have different <laughs> stages. It's like we're the same. If we graduated high school the same four years, we're the same. Yeah, age. we're the same. We're the same. I mean, but in reality, you're a year older, and <laughs> we're. We're reaching, I feel like every, all that childish shit of like when you're friends with people and you just kind of forgive all of the negative aspects of a friendship because you're like, this is friendship. This is commitment. They're a piece of shit, but maybe tomorrow it's cool. Like, I don't know. I've had some shitty friendships too. And I'm just like so committed to the point where I'm like, but that's my friend. No, I let people, um, friends, treat me like shit for an extended period of time. And then I go through a friend breakup. And then it's like, those friend breakups hurt more than like romantic breakups. I think they do too, because I'm, I, 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 like, I don't know about you, but I'm, no, I do know about you. I am genuinely uh, much more vulnerable and open to a friend because we're not fucking. Yeah. So like, I'm like, my the friends know more about me. I would not have cried about what I cried about in front of uh anyone uh but you and 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 no, nah, maybe no one else but you. Fuck. You ha- you're too good of a friend. Um Joey's in love with me. <laughs> we are not talking about that. I don't know who's listening. <laughs> That's what he was crying about. He's in love with me. <laughs> For those of you listening, that is a joke, but it's based in <laughs> actual fact, and we can't talk about it. <laughs> I like. I wish. I wish. I. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be respectful of people yeah. who didn't sign up for this. Like where you talk about them. It's and you okay. Joke about He's them. dating girls that remind him of me. That's it. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> um, down to the point where, uh, man, fuck it. I'll say it. I don't care. There, I did go on one date, but when I showed Lily the 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 Bumble page, I mean, this girl's name is literally Lily, spelled the same exact spelled way, the exact same way. Brown, brown girl. <laughs> literally my brand. But I can't, I mean, you know, you're swiping left, you're swiping right. You can't control who you're genuinely you going to meet up You don't with. look at how many people look like you. You just swipe right on them. <laughs> um, I don't know. See, I've gotten, I've gotten, I'm blessed to say, Lily, I'm blessed to say that my, uh, my DMs have never looked the way that they have right now. Uh, Dude, you need to relax. This uh, is a thing that's driving me crazy about my friends, like Joey, <laughs> and like a couple others who like, I guess they're getting some DMs that they never have. They feel the need to brag about it. And meanwhile, I've been here fucking five years getting these DMs, not giving a shit and not. But it's funny because you are you're you're a beautiful girl, so you're gonna get texts anyways. Uh, Joey, stop flirting with me. And honestly, you're perfect for me, and I love you so much. (laughs) You are a you are the um the quote unquote uh perfect girl for me, and um you. You're a good-looking gal, Lily. <laughs> so you're gonna get you're gonna get DMs on yeah. Twitter and Instagram every day. Going fifty-dollar feet pick, just write one. We'll pay one fifty for the left. Like you're gonna get those, yeah. right? And yeah. you get a lot of proposes for marriages proposals, right? I do. Yeah. Have you accepted any? No. 
I read all of the DMs I get because I'm a narcissist, but I never respond to them. If I respond to them, it's because it's a girl and I like, I don't want to let my girls down. I understand that. I understand that. Is there, is there one that you have, uh, that you've read ever and you've been like, this is genuinely a good DM? Yeah, a bunch. Really? Yeah. What's an example? You can't quote it you know, fucking, unless you want to go through your phone. Have you saved it? No. I don't know. I got a good one. Um, like this girl messaged me. I'm talking about guys. And, oh. Guys. Does that change the answer to no? <laughs> no, there are good ones. I just don't um, check it out that much. But they're just like, hey, like I think you're really funny or I just followed you and uh, I'm excited. Like stuff like that's really nice. Yeah. But they're this not guy, hitting on you. They're just calling you funny and that they like your stuff. Funny. They call me hot. They say I'm perfect. These are the things I need to hear. <laughs> Good. They know what to do. Um, but there hasn't but, been one that you've read and you've been like, I'm going to meet up with this person in New York if given the chance. No, I would never do that. Why'd you say that? It kind of came out like in a weird judgmental way. Because, because I think it's wrong if you meet up with people that DM you. Okay. Well, I only did it once. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, um, I don't know. I just don't care about dating right now. I'm just, I'm too, like, it's just, I, fuck it. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, here's, I mean, I'm doing it. I don't like care about it. There's just one person out of the dates where I'm like, oh, I would genuinely make time for you to go on a date. And the rest have literally all been, if I am free and I mean, I've also, I've been taken for four years. I'm excited. I've never dated as an adult. Yeah. And the goal, honestly, half the time, the goal isn't even like hooking up or, or finding someone to date. It really is just like, like I've learned a lot about myself on some of these dates. How good. Yeah. How, it is about vulnerability with yourself more than others. Yeah. Like there was there. I mean, Ah, fuck it. I'm going to talk about it. There's like, you know, I, I, you go on a second date. Like I, I went on one second date out of all these dates. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know. A lot of the time after the first date, I'm like, I don't want to hang out with you again. I had fun. I don't want to make this a thing. And, and what about this girl reminds you of me? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, uh, she could genuinely listen, so I don't want to talk. But I'm just saying, like, you know, you're sitting across from the from the dinner table. It, like, changes it changes the vibe between the first date and the second date because I feel like if you're like going on a second one, you're sitting there and you're like, oh, like you both genuinely wanted to get to know each other a little bit more, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what that is. So for me, I feel like I I do have a newfound confidence in certain aspects of myself, but also. I have been taken for four years and I don't know as an adult male, what is a, like, what's attractive about me. I feel like my wardrobe and a lot of things about me very much. So are a guy who has been, had a girlfriend for four years, like some of my clothes when I was getting ready before the date and I fucking FaceTimed you and I'm going through all my clothes. I was like, I wouldn't wear any of this. I'm not going to wear any. Well, yeah. I mean, you, if you, uh, when you like someone, everything that you have is going to be like, is this good enough? Yeah. But they don't care about what you wear. They're not like nitpicky like you are. So like I'm going on a date later today. Second date. Second date, technically, yeah. 
How many second dates have you been on? No, it's the fir first the first one after Papa. <laughs> um, I'm keep I'm keeping it quiet. <laughs> it's insane but, how often I have people on this podcast and we end up talking about stuff where we have to be like, keep it quiet. <laughs> like don't yeah, fucking keep it quiet. All 30 people that listen to your podcast. You <laughs> know it's more. <laughs> we have a goddamn uh, deal now okay <laughs> i'm not being defensive you're being aggressive um i don't remember what you asked me <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what was the question <laughs> uh, what i asked was is this your first second date with this person, long, yes. No, 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 long, <laughs> Jesus, no, you don't have four second dates. Well, I was seeing someone and we'd been seeing each other for a while. So, yeah, I didn't have the opportunity to go to, on second date. Yeah, I mean, but, but the other relationship was open, right? Yes. It was open. Yeah. But I just you... didn't feel the need to, so I didn't. If I'm having sex and I'm comfortable with it, there's no need for me to go on other dates. Yeah. I'm a I... Taurus, so I'm very loyal right off the bat. How much do you uh, uh, subscribe to astrology? Not a lot, but also a lot. Because you bring it up <laughs> every fucking time I'm with you. Because you're such a Capricorn, you know? It's like kind of... It's funny because you say... Uh, people, the, whenever I do meet someone who's into astrology and they say what a Cap... They don't tell me what a Capricorn is, but I have heard many times, you are really a Capricorn to me. And I still yeah. don't know what I exactly that you, means. You overthink things. You're in your head a lot. And is, and, and is there a good part about being a Capricorn or am I just showcasing the negative parts? Down to earth. You're an earth sign. Down to earth. Okay. Are you writing these down? It's really pathetic. Um, no, I'm taking, I take notes throughout the fucking episode. <laughs> uh, I don't know the rest. Listen, I don't care, but love Capricorns. I feel like the other night uh, when, when we were all um, chilling out, you were able to talk ad nauseum about astrology. <laughs> I honestly, I have to pee a little bit, so I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> Can you bring the microphone with you? Yeah, but the thing is, I'm wearing overalls, so I have to put the microphone down. <laughs> uh, I could just talk to myself for like two seconds. It's going to take five minutes. These are overalls. Is it really that difficult to pee in them? You can't just like, you're in your own apartment. You just fucking, you just zoop them off. You don't zoop anything off. I don't know. I don't wear overalls. I do want a pair, though. I feel like I look fire, no. but I'm also short. Listen, so you have to stop copying me. <laughs> I am not ever copying you. Okay. All the time. I'm wearing. What a have silk I copied mask. you about? Joey goes. I think I'm gonna get a silk mask. <laughs> Cause I like. I I just I genuinely liked it. Okay. Yeah. So fucking now I'm wearing overalls. I think I want to get overalls. <laughs> I've wanted overalls for a fucking minute, Lily. And really, is that why you have them? I don't have them yet. <laughs> there's a lot of, I mean, no, there's a lot of things I've like wanted to try fashion wise that I just have never gotten to. Like the other day when I wore um, uh, shorts and like high socks and I was like, guys, look at this new thing I'm trying. And you guys were like, not those socks. I was like, 
I fucked up real bad. <laughs> I get really self-conscious. Everybody hates those socks, and you, for some reason, keep pushing them on us. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're cool socks. I know you guys think they're too thick for the summer, but if they, they just really make were... You comfortable in the summer to look at someone and knit socks. You're like, what's wrong with you? Did your grandma just die, and that's the last thing she made you? Like, why are you wearing these knit socks? I mean, they're literally not knit. They're cotton. Yeah. And they're breathable. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to not only uh, ch- change some stuff up, spice up the life, but uh, give myself a little bit of excitement. Okay? okay, and I think that's okay. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, are you religious? Yeah, but to a to a big see. Old that's this is the ball. thing is that. Everybody is scared to admit if they're religious because religious is so looked down on now. Well, because a lot of people have, <clears throat> like, as a, I mean, you definitely you have your own experience, but like with Catholics, they literally, I mean, we literally use our religion to bring people down, even though the whole point is fucking. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I don't know the intricacies of that, um, but like, the fact, I mean, I've just been made to feel like shit so often and had God be the answer to like so many things. I'd be like, oh, I'm depressed. Talk to God. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm anxious. Talk to God. God does God not doing nothing. He got no hand that he's reaching down in. Well, what do you expect him to do at this point? Do you want Kiss to send me. a letter? Uh, no, I want like... I did hear this recently, so I'm not going to act like this is a, wis- a piece of wisdom that I've known for a while. But, like, I have heard recently that, like, when you ask for a sign, just even being aware, like, to ask for a sign is the sign itself. Because it means you're, like, looking for growth and you're looking for change or whatever. But I, like, every once in a while, I do have to ask God. And, and you know what I'm talking about because this lifestyle we chose is hard. And it's, like, hard to know when you're doing the right thing or when you're on the right path, like we don't get a lot, we don't get a lot of affirmations. We do not like, we get support from friends who are struggling just as much as us. So getting booked on one show is an affirmation. So we do have affirmations in these small ways, like getting knitting factories, like, okay, you're on the right track. Yeah. You know, even right now during the pandemic, when there's so little spots and there's like very little going on, being booked on anything or thrown up has reminded me. I, I've done three shows. One of them, I completely fucking totally ate shit, except for like some crowd work or whatever. But like the other shows, like when Khalil threw me up and this show Wednesday night, I genuinely was like, they wouldn't have thrown me up a year ago. Or like, of course. Yeah. Like, and I don't, and I don't think I would have been able, I would have been able to even handle like for Khalil's show, I didn't have but anything prepared. But the thing with, what we're doing it's similar to just like being on a path where it's like you're not in the same place that you were a year ago you're not even in the same place that you were last week so like that's the cool thing about it but then like with signs and like asking for a sign you have to be specific because i think like you can't just be like give me a sign like there's a million signs that you're not aware of yeah i've gotten more specific with my with my gratitude and affirmations be like send me a peacock and then you'll be in a conversation with someone and they'll be like, oh, he's peacocking. Lily, that was, like, oh. that was a crazy example. <laughs> Is that a crazy example? Send me, send me a peacock? Like, yeah, I've- send me a peacock. It could be literally, it doesn't have to be a real one. 
The okay. word peacock is what I asked for. And then someone said, oh, he's peacocking. And I was like, that's oh, that's crazy. God. Yeah. That's God. That is, I am. <clears throat> or as my dad would say, that is a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Do you subscribe to the idea that there is no such thing as coincidence, though? Like, there really is, like, that's, like, divine intervention or that's, like. <sighs> I don't know. I don't, the, I don't have an answer for that because that's a hard question of, like, what do you believe in? See, I, like, I genuinely don't know what I believe. Like, church in and of itself. Like, I only go to church when I visit home. Uh, I did, like, the first couple of years I lived in New York, I went to church just to, like, feel like a part of a community. And then, like, I was, like, really young. So I think one time when I was, like, 20, maybe, I went to, uh, I went to a church in the West Village that all the NYU kids went to and, like, some mm -hmm. new school kids. But, like, and then I was invited to go to like the Catholic building, like at NYU and like talk. And then it was like a bunch of young people talking about the sermon or the homily uh, in a circle. And I was just like, I'm not fucking like these people. I don't think I'm gonna have a community here really. Like if I tried to be like these people, I would be lying. Like, I'm just not so like, it seemed like for some people it's like their personality. And for others, it's just like something they refer to and something that provides them guidance. Yeah. I don't know. All God's really provided me is guilt. Yeah. I have an aunt who's like uh, very, she's Baha'i and like her religion, her faith is her whole personality. And then I have people that are like Muslim in my family that are Muslim, but they're not, it's not everything about them. So yeah. it just, it's, a, it's a, like, it's kind of like there are some people in relationships and their relationship is everything to them and you'll never see them without their girlfriend by their side. And then there are other people that are in relationships and you never see their girlfriend because it's like something that they do at home where they spend time with that person. So you can yeah. carry something with you constantly or you could just do it on your own time. It really just depends on the person. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I think that's that kind of idea is what I'm striving for now. I like would love to be able to live my own life. Like if I'm out and about and doing things and just have certain things that are like, this is my thing when I'm like, like if it were to be like a girlfriend or like, or yeah, girlfriend, <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else. Yeah. Like for me and like dating someone, I never bring someone around my friends if I'm dating them. I've never done that. I mean, ha wait, li literally never? Never. See, I try, like, with with my ex, I, like, tried to integrate her into, like, 
But the thing not, is, not is that they'll never be fully integrated. Like, if it's my birthday, for sure, you'll meet whoever I'm dating, whatever. Yeah. But if I want to spend time with the person I'm dating, I don't want my friends around. And if yeah. I'm spending time with my friends, I don't want the person I'm dating. Like, I just like to have different, like, ways of hanging out with people. But what about when you're, like, in life, you want to get married at, at a certain point, right? Yeah, I want a, I want a husband. I want, and I, I want a family. Like, I'm going to be a good-ass fucking dad. I'm going to be a, I'm well, going to be, I'm gonna be a real, far, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to be a real poppy. And, um, and I don't know, like, I want to have one of those houses where you could be like, oh, are we going to Joey's for Sunday night dinner? I want to have one of those fucking houses. Yeah, I want to have like, Thanksgiving dinner at my house every year. And I want it to be a thing. I want it to be like Gossip Girl where there's drama and you're just like, wow. And yeah. You drink your wine. <laughs> and everyone talks about what they've held in for the past year. Yeah. Pass the turkey. Pack the turkey. Fuck you. You know what you fucking did. <laughs> um, like, you know, I want that kind of space. But when you have a house like that, who do the people need to be friends with? Your husband or your wife? They don't like they should they should know that person they should yeah but i don't think that you know the first couple years of dating someone in your early 20s is that person i think when we're in our 30s it'll be different and if you like if i had a boyfriend now and i lived with the boyfriend you would see him all the time because you come over but you're a close yeah. friend but people who know me just like comedy wise they wouldn't ever meet him because i wouldn't bring him to a shop okay that's very you know? true so, like, close friends would always meet the person, but then, like, just regular out and about people that I see don't need to know that person. That's an intimate side of me. Yeah. See, I'd, uh, I'd venture to say I was maybe a little bit wrong in my last relationship to try to, like, um, I mean, I was, bu I was busy a lot, and I'm, I was three years older than her, so she had... Uh, you know, a little bit less of like a day-to-day -day thing going on. Cause also comedy is like day-to-day. -day. We have something to yeah. do every day. So, you know, if I wasn't hanging out with her as much, I was trying to like, I was trying to involve her. So like, if I had like a show that I like, I care, you know, there's some shows that you're just like, fuck it. And there's some that you're like, oh, I would like to do good. And you know, it would also be cool. Someone whose opinion you care about to see you do good at this show. I think that. And I would like invite yeah, her to shows like that. that. I don't need someone to, Yeah. I don't need that approval. Well, I envy you for that, but there, like for me, there is that idea of like, I mean, you're talking to someone and you're with someone and they know you do this thing and very little do they get. I'm, I don't make a living off this. So I feel like I need to prove sometimes to people who are close to me that I'm like but doing the right thing. But this goes back to you because yeah. you need to prove to yourself that you're doing the right thing. So to have someone there like your ex or like your girlfriend or whatever at the time to have her see you have a good set and then that compliment she gives you is something you need to hold on to in order for you to believe yourself but if you believed yourself without that you wouldn't need that true so this always goes back to you intimacy with others is intimacy with yourself um like any belief in yourself is what's gonna go to belief like it all translates but if you don't have the confidence to be like, I know what I'm doing. I know I'm on the right path and I don't need other people's approval to do this. Then you're going to be fine and you don't need to bring someone with you to get that approval. Like, because I started out going against my entire family by doing comedy and getting tattoos and being the person that I am, I no longer need anybody else's approval. But if I had done this and my family was very supportive and all of that, maybe I would have needed it. But because I initially was so rejected of like 
there I didn't have any support from anyone. I knew comics before I started. I didn't have any support. So yeah. I don't need that now because I did it on my own. Yeah. Sometimes I am very angry at at how well you can articulate some of your thoughts. Really? Yeah, because sometimes sometimes I feel like when I'm with you, I am let's be honest, I'm like I'm the dumb baby boy of any friend group that we're You're hanging not the out dumb, in. But that's also a thing that you haven't like you always like degrade yourself. And you're like, I'm dumb, so let me play this dumb person role in this group of friends. But that's not true. True. I mean, it does. It you're does lead to some. Good... <laughs> <laughs> it it leads it leads to some to some funny funnies, you know. Yeah. It. I. I get. I get some good laughs in it, but I do sometimes. I did just have this conversation the other day uh, with uh, about, about the idea of being an entertainer and being an artist. And I feel like I personally, maybe it's, I grew up with this idea of, um, of what an artist means. And the older I've gotten, the more I genuinely just think being an entertainer is so important because that's so much more about bringing people joy and making them laugh and have a good time. And that's what my, that I feel like that's what, that's the, what I offer people as a friend. Like I, yeah. I make people laugh and being that kind of guy like does make me feel stupid. Sometimes I say stupid shit. I talk about poop. I fucking say like dumb stuff. I do dumb sounds, but, and just because I don't a lot of the time, uh, showcase a part of myself that is smart. I feel like I don't prove to myself a lot that I am in fact smarter than I think I've had friends when I say that go, you are, what are you talking about? But. Yeah, but also it's also like kind of like Socrates of like you don't know anything, and if you think you know everything, then you don't know anything. Like it's like we don't know anything, no matter what. We're all stupid, but it's like you're very aware of the fact that none of us really know anything. And though I'm able to articulate the way I feel, and you maybe you can't do that yet, but one day you will. It's like you think because you're comparing yourself to me in that way, but I can't make people like I can't be the life of the party in a group of friends like you can like there are strengths and weaknesses that we all have but yeah. i think knowing that everything that you know is not what it actually is is the most important thing to know yeah like not everything is as it seems yeah that's all i've been very i've been very much on uh social media recently because of fucking tiktok and instagram and all that stuff i'm like really trying to build it up and just like yeah. even looking at everybody and and like having hung out with people after not seeing them for like a month and a half or whatever just being like it was another i you need i need those reminders every once in a while to know like oh not everyone's having a good time yeah not everyone's and it's funny because it's one of those things that like you know but you I, I i just can't fucking like get it in my head some of the time like i'm like oh this person's doing so much better than me but in reality they posted that and then did a little cry afterwards no i always think like um Rachel Sennett is a really good friend of mine and she is doing so well in comedy and all of that but she still has like she's very open and honest about how you know she cries a lot and like all like she has the sadness in her and I think that's really beautiful to be able to be like yeah I'm like successful and I have all these great things happening but I'm still like deeply upset and like there are things that I'm going through and I'm a real person and I think like that's something that I you know like I have a hard time 
showing people the true me because I was taught to be humble constantly. So even if I'm have like, even if a great opportunity comes my way, I'm not going to wear it on my sleeve and tell everybody about it. Yeah. Because it's like, don't, don't tell everybody what's going on in your life. But then there are people that do that and then you get to see it. So if, when someone doesn't show you that intimate side of them and like how, you know, they're struggling, it's not because, you know, of anything other than the fact that like they're just trying to like hide their personal stuff yeah does that make sense did that, did that make any sense i i blanked out at one point but after other than that i cool. think i think it, <laughs> um uh awesome so i had a really good time on the podcast yes, it's over <laughs> uh i do think this is a perfect uh opportunity to move on to our next segment okay okay was were we in one segment before yeah it's a little just a little interview a little shit talky a little a little go back and forthy um i don't need to explain every single step to you but uh you know it's a fun little time we're having and um this next segment i uh i'm going to ask you now lily i didn't ask you to prepare it's much more fun that way um where what is a story in your life that was a you're aware that it was a learning experience for you. Yeah. You, you, you know you walked away with, with a thought. It's in your head. You're like, I learned something, but you just mm-hmm. still don't fucking apply it to your day-to-day. I don't know. You the can last think of part one. is what's tripping me up. That I don't apply it to my day-to-day. A lesson that I learned, but I'm not applying to my daily life. It's probably going to be like, don't binge eat food. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Is there, I, is there like one specific moment in your life where you just ate so much and like this fucking ruined my day? No, that's like every week. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt in the in the Uber the other day after we ate all that kava and then cookies and then a oh bunch yeah, of other sh- I fucking I was way too full. Yeah, um, I have so, to pee so bad. I mean, if do you want to do it, you can go. I'll talk to the people for three minutes. I'll give okay. you. Th- I'll give you three minutes. You're back. Okay, be fucking quick, dude. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So this is the very first time we've actually had a guest. Uh, go take a piss. Her door is slowly opening. I don't think she closed it or locked it. I think she's just, she shut it. <laughs> um, she is, uh, she's going pee and, um, okay. Now that she's not here, let's talk fucking shit about her. Okay. So Lily thinks she knows a lot of stuff. She corrects me on so many thoughts that I have. And like, so she's always like, Joey, don't do this. Or Joey, don't do that. Or Joey, why do you think like this? Acts like she's so perfect. But you know what? She's fucked up too. And I think that's the fun part about being able to have a show like this where you talk to someone intimately. We're able to sit there and go, what do you know? But in reality, I'm thinking about it. And this whole episode, we did talk about me a lot more. But I guess that's something that happens when you have a very close friend do your show because they're able to ask the right kind of questions. But that being said, I would love to catch Lily at some point being an idiot. But I don't think it's going to happen because she's kind of got her shit together uh, in many aspects of her life. Why am I whispering like I'm fucking Steve Irwin uh, pulling up to a Manta Ray 
Oh, wow. Why was that the example I said? What a sad example. Okay, she's coming back. I was spiraling. <laughs> I had, I'm sorry. That was like a long pee. I didn't realize how much I had to pee. No, that was genuinely really short. Did you wash your hands? Yeah. Did you hear anything I said? No, what happened? You're good. Um, so <laughs> there it so there's no like there's no story you could tell us where you're like I learned something. What no, about No, I this? wish we would move on from this because clearly I don't have a story. No, I no, forgot no. about it completely. I'll 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 reframe it this way. It doesn't have to be specifically something like every day you're like oh I don't apply this, but it's just like this is something you know, something you're aware of. You just don't you know it's still hard for you to like really activate like i like i know to love myself and then every day i look in the mirror you dumb piece of fucking shit like it takes um, a second you know yeah are you uh, comfortable yet <laughs> <laughs> i don't know joe this is a hard question i think uh maybe like don't don't bother people um good uh, <laughs> 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 why do you ask me this question i said binge eating this because oh, i ask everybody it should be enough what do other people say oh they usually have like a little bit of a story and they're very creative oh. and talkative and they're engaging with their story and they and they really you know get the audience involved um <laughs> a lesson that i never learned um i or struggling with I like to, I like codependence a lot, and that's something I'm struggling with, but I don't have anyone I'm codependent with right now, except for you. You believe you're codependent with me? Not really. Then why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I'd venture to say I depend on you a little bit, way more than you would depend on me. You're, you're, you're very, you're very, you're able to process a lot of things on your own and I need to talk things out and you're a good person to do that with. And I don't think that's a weakness. I need to be able to talk. I also am still seeking therapy and everyone keeps canceling on me and that's not good for my abandonment issues. Yeah. Um, I had therapy in front of you the other day. Yeah, that was kind of funny to go all the way to someone's place and then go, okay, let me go away for 45 minutes. <laughs> also leave the room at one point to show my therapist a video of a dog and yeah. then be mad when everyone in the room tries to now in integrate themselves in the therapy. Yeah, okay, so I'm, I'm doing my therapy session at my friend Nick's apartment and Joey came because Shout Joey's also friends with Nick. And we biked there, as soon as we arrive, I'm like, fuck, I forgot about therapy. So we go to Nick's place and I go to Nick's room and I'm like, I'm going to be in here for a little bit. I have to do therapy. And so I'm FaceTiming my therapist. And then at the end of the session, I'm telling her about this dog that is at Nick's place. He got a new puppy. And I come out to show her because we're FaceTiming the dog. Yeah. And then Joey starts yelling, I need therapy too. I no, Nick need said that. Nick said that. I didn't say it, but I do understand why you would think it was me. <laughs> You also started yelling. Yeah, and I, I just kind it. of ignored it because I was on a professional phone call. I mean, you're literally paying someone to uh, show them someone else's dog. But if yeah. that's what professionalism is, then, you know. And I ignored them and I went back into the room to end the session. And apparently that was wrong. 
I mean, I'm not saying it was wrong, but I will say the very first thing in my head was Lily pays this woman to talk about her issues or problems or things that she needs to get through. But instead, she's going to spend how much is she an hour? Well, like a hundo? Like, oh, word. Okay. So let's say it's 150 an hour. Five minutes would be, would be, okay. It wasn't five minutes. It was less than two. Okay. Well, either way, I'd say you spent about $5 showing her that dog. And that's how I thought about it. Yeah, but you like to break things down like that a lot. And I don't do that. Yes, because I have an unhealthy uh, way of looking at things. Yeah. And I just kind of think it's a nice way to bond with my therapist. Oh, the trauma and everything else doesn't do, doesn't do enough. No. (laughs) <laughs> no it doesn't um lily let's get into uh uh some these these audience questions that i have for the week uh, did you let write me... this? i did not write these okay <laughs> but i do <laughs> lily did one of the first episodes where um which... i've done this twice twice yeah the first one was scrapped because it wasn't just you i was also i'm learning how to do it so i didn't i didn't personally love the episode but um uh we had some questions that i mean 100 percent sounded like i wrote them what were they like because hey, you all did. of my friends all of my <laughs> friends bully me really bad how do i make sure they stop <laughs> no he did write those questions i know nope. pretending that he did it Nope, I'm not pretending, and I'm also not a liar. Okay? hmm If only the listeners could see your smug fucking face right now. <laughs> uh, we, have, we have one long one and one that's, like, really short. Okay, uh, let's do the short one first. Yeah, the short one is how to get over a real love. Okay, who submitted this question? I I mean I don't know if she wants her name, but do I know her? No, you don't. Um, but after how to get over real love, she did add the emoji where you stick your tongue out and the eyes are like wonky, like and there was a question mark, and then and then also a sad face. Okay. Um have you had a real love or have you uh you haven't had you've never had a boyfriend? This isn't about me. Okay. I mean, the questions are a good way to transition into also learning more about the guest, but you know. Can you stop stroking your mustache with a toothpick? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, how to get over real love. Listen, was it real? That's a question you have to ask yourself. Was it real love? I think if, if so, if you're asking that, the answer is probably yes. Okay, well, Joey wrote this question. <laughs> How to get over a girlfriend of four years, three and a half years. Well, this is what I told Joey, too. It's like you have to understand that people come in your life and they serve a really good purpose for a small amount of time or a long amount of time, whatever what. And then it's time that you move on so that you can grow in a different way. And that doesn't mean you don't love the person anymore. It just means that they're, that role that you had for them in your life has changed. Yeah. So you're not in love with the person anymore, or you are, whatever, but you know that you can't have them on that intimate level anymore because it's not serving you anymore. So you have to put them in a different box in your life. And it sucks because you have to grieve it. You have to grieve the friendship that you lost or the relationship that you lost. But 
you have yeah. to also remember, you know, what it did to serve you and how it's no longer serving you. Yeah. Um, shit, where my advice was, you know, just going to be fucking, you know, start responding to DMs and kind of <laughs> start going out. But uh, it would be, you've given me, you've given me that advice and I would be very hypocritical to say that I follow it. I know you don't follow my advice. I, I genuinely try. You give me good advice. Um, I'm really good at advice because I don't take my own advice. <laughs> yes, uh, you do not. But um, I don't know. Like genuinely, I do think falling, get over a real love. If you're in a real relationship that is deep. Did you put that toothpick back in your mouth after you stroked your mustache with it? I just washed my face before this recording. Leave That's it alone. Disgusting. I That's There's disgusting. nothing in my mustache. I, wa I washed my face. <laughs> deep so clean. <laughs> Exfoliation. Exfoliation deep clean. Oh my God. There's nothing in my mustache. Okay. Do you know mustaches are notorious for having shit in them, right? I'm saying that I just literally, we started recording at, tw at, at Yeah, but you didn't 10. scrub it. You just washed it lightly. I just fucking said, if, if this is this proves that you don't fucking listen, but I just said that I fucking exfoliated it and my whole face. And then I did a light wash afterwards. There yeah. is no shit. Really convenient. Yeah. Then why were you touching it with a toothpick? Because it weirdly feels good. What do you want me to say? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, the weird thing is I, I do feel like we, I mean, we were, my last relationship was dying off before it like officially ended. You know, yeah, you guys were yelling at each other. You were off and on. That's usually the signs that, you know, you don't want someone in your life anymore. You don't need them in your life anymore, but you're scared to let them go. Yeah. So I I feel like maybe my answer is like a little specific and I'm still learning how I'm supposed to like walk away from it. So I'm really not in a position to answer it, but like you just kind of learn, you like look at the situation and you kind of, you have to think about what you're going to take away from it that's positive because if you're all day just thinking about what you lost then it then you're not going to move forward you're not going to move forward and you're not leaving yeah. space you're not leaving space i i've really gotten into this idea recently of the idea of i think i talked about it last week the idea of scarcity where like people are afraid to for artists we're afraid to put stuff out for for friends we like be afraid to like add a new one or whatever like because we're afraid of like putting something out or involving something and then thinking that we're not going to get something that good again. So yeah, yeah, you're like scared of letting someone go, not because half the time it is because you think you're not going to find something like that again. And I thought that I thought like, you know, I dated this girl for three and a half years. I'm like, we did have a good kind of like, it was a lot of it was nice. Uh, when you go, when you go grow really comfortable with each other and you really just have like a partner in life, you think, oh, the amount of time it takes to just fucking invest and develop that relationship is what yeah. I get you scared just, of. Yeah. Cause you, you spend so much time getting very intimate with someone and then it feels like you're throwing it all away. But it, you're not throwing it away because you also became more intimate with yourself. You grew as a person. 
And you, that's how you have to look at it. You have to look at your own growth and not that you're losing things that you're ultimately gaining things. You're gaining things with each relationship, even though you don't marry that person. Yeah. So once you start looking at relationships like that, I even look at my friendships like that, where it's like, what are they adding to my life? And what am I learning from them? Because that's important. And if I'm not learning anything from someone. How are we friends? I don't teach you a fucking thing. No, you bring out my silly side. That is true. That is true. And I don't, I don't let that out a lot. So, you know, uh, I do make you giggle ways. I don't hear you do with people (laughs) because I'm in love with you. I know you are. It's fine. Um, no. Um, literally, oh. everyone. Once we, sh- <laughs> once we showed everyone photos of like anybody I've gone on a date with, they're like, just fuck Lily. <laughs> yeah, they're all like mm, Canadian, Persian, <laughs> brown, big tits. What's going on here? <laughs> um, in a in an effort to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you getting uncomfortable? Um, is it because you're in love? Don't ask you? the question in that tone of voice. Why are you getting uncomfortable? <laughs> um, Why are you getting uncomfortable? <laughs> can I ask you a question there, Poppy? Why are you so uncomfortable? Hold on, let me move over a little bit. Why are you so uncomfortable? Um, uh, oh my god, what was I just gonna say? Oh, yeah, that idea of like. I do think that's that is something I I bring up on any date or to any relationship. I like that is what I give is like I may I can make people feel silly. I have street smarts a lot more than I feel like I have book smarts. I know how to be around people. Uh, but in reality, that's something that makes me feel stupid in comparison to someone who like Yeah, because you don't believe in yourself. Latin. Yeah, but the thing is is that your greatest strengths are also your biggest insecurities that's everything constantly like I like hated a lot of aspects about myself that other people are like this is like tap into that more and I'm like really you're into like it's just like that's what it's always gonna be like even Remy who has a podcast about like not being able to come that was a big insecurity in her life until she was like 28 years old yeah and then she made a podcast about it It turned out to be her biggest look at that so that's like tapping into like what you're insecure about is like going to show you who you are. Yeah. In the artist way, we've talked about it. The fear is what leads you to fucking. Fear and anger are what are like a map to like what you need to, the questions you need to answer about yourself. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe that's the best answer to give this person. And I am hypocritical for saying it, but like, just fucking, you know, every day do something for yourself, take care of it. Don't rush into like looking for anything else. Just no, like, you don't want to be a serial dater. You want to learn to love yourself. And so that's what people, relationships and stuff that come into your life are there to help you do. And that's help love yourself. Yeah. So yeah. Spend time with yourself. If you don't work out, work out. If you don't, okay. you know, <laughs> if you're fat, lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ugly, get plastic surgery. Do anything you can. Uh, but yeah, the best way th- is through it. Okay. I hope you're doing good. Um, and now we're going to answer uh, 
our last question uh, that we have. We're doing two I today. I said you had three questions for me, and that was only one, and then there's one more. That's it? Just two? Well, I, I said I had two good ones, and, okay. um, and also you need to go, uh, yeah. and I need to go, um, which is truly the best time to schedule to record a, a freewheeling conversation. But um, uh, this is... Okay, this question says, I want to integrate more acting and comedy in my life but afraid I might be too late for the game. Uh, this is someone I know. Um, uh, uh, I believe he's, he's our age. He's our age. I met him briefly in college. I don't think he finished college at the same time as me. Um, yeah, he is someone who has been interested in comedy forever, but has never tried it. And I feel comedy, first of all, you can start anytime. You can start whenever. I don't think that's a very... Are you asking me this question or did you just ask it to answer it yourself? This is an act. Do I, do I need to show you to the camera the <laughs> fact that I fucking have questions submitted? Why don't no, you like, trust this me? This is the question and I'm answering it. And I'm sitting here like... I hopped in. I hopped in immediately. I had something to say. Feel free to jump in. It's a conversation, Lily. <laughs> Feel free to hop the fuck in. No, no. Wait, my turn. Don't. There's no turns. <laughs> How old is this person? Our age? It's our age. Our age. Um, I think even if you were 40, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because comedy, if you enjoy something, do it. Who cares? If There's... I wanted to start doing pottery at 75, no one's going to be like, you're never going to be a professional. It's like, who yeah. cares? I, like, I mean, uh, your your hands might be a, bri a bit brittle, but like you could get it done. That's perfect. How dare you? Um, but... <clears throat> <laughs> but um you just have to do something that you want to do don't expect anything from comedy don't expect anything from acting make a living you know pay your bills on your own and like have a job and then do things until if they become you know the main thing yeah do it because you enjoy it and that's the only reason you should do something i have a uh i had a dance teacher when i when i when i studied in la for a month he taught he taught of our classes every day and he was i think in his 50s uh and he which is like if you're still like actively dancing that is old because you know dancers they start so young and they retire really early in life to become teachers or run a studio or whatever are you checking your phone right now are you oh. checking it I mean, I mean, we're almost done. I just, I'm fucking with you. I don't care. <laughs> I just, um, um and only whatever you were telling, go dance, Joey. Huh? <laughs> hey, um, you should do those dance things in LA. You know those videos that they shoot where they're like in the middle of a room of like yeah. um, like a hundred people. I feel like yeah. I would literally murder everyone else has You're skill, so and I would just fucking like. Well, violently... you would have to learn the dance. That's true, but I think I could do it. Um, um, Dwayne Perkins did that. He did one of those videos? Mm-hmm. Oh, I absolutely need to do that. I was supposed to be there this weekend, which really sucks. Um, to deliver Not a visiting his ex-girlfriend, don't worry. I wasn't. That's not what I was doing. I was delivering a computer. I was going to stay at Ali McCoffkey's mom's house for one night and then stay with my friend uh, uh, from growing up. And it was uh -huh. going to be a nice little trip. Uh-huh. And I wasn't going to get coffee with my ex-girlfriend. I was not. <laughs> okay? That wasn't part of a plan. I had three days. That would have taken a whole day. Mm -hmm. A whole... Jesus. 
What do you mean it would have taken a whole day? I don't want to get into it. Um, um, but oh, anyway. but the dance teacher, the dance teacher was um, when he started dancing, mm-hmm. he was like 28. Insane. Yeah, a lot of comics that start that age too. There's a lot but, of but dancing is, but dancing is so different by the way of like, you're usually not going to be a great dancer. And by usually, I mean like 99%. I mean, like, he became a dance teacher, so it's not like he became a good dancer. No, he was dancing. The guy was in Cirque du Soleil and then, and then graduated to like choreographing the Cirque yeah, du Soleil. Yeah, but I'm sure he was like you where he was still like dancing at every party and stuff like that. It's not like he was like stiff. And uh, yeah, I like, bet you I bet you at every single party he was probably like, guys, I need to save my body like, for, for when I work. Yeah, sicko mode. Don't even mention the song, because I will go ape shit a. That's right Joey's now. go-to dance song. If you if you're at a wedding with Joey, and you want him to like lose his mind, play sicko mode. Because I'm I'm gonna be drunk. It's a wedding. I'm gonna be <laughs> fucked up. Um, that song turns me into an absolute animal. I know it's insane. It's so funny. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite videos of me dancing is that Yodoye and Mamadou's place dancing to that song. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, no one was dancing, and I just took the middle of the room and fucking <laughs> really owned it. You were like um, the only white person too. <laughs> hey, there's Latin flair in me. Okay. I hate. It's like my biggest pet peeve now. People who weren't white. And they, and they try to add, and they try to add, but they're like, and wait a like, minute, give me Diego something. Diego does that too. I'm Colombian. Cool. You still look white. You look 100% <laughs> white. Um, yeah, I, I was the only white person. Um, you were the whitest person in the room other than Anya. I was not. Anya, I said Anya. No, but even, I th- I'm more down the line. Way more down the line there. There were white there? people there. I mean, I mean, you know, we're in the middle of answering a question. I don't think I'm going to go down the list. And, I, and then I list every single fucking name that I remembered because I remembered just in case this happens. Um, I stroked my fucking mustache with it again. You ruined this for me. The toothpick but, mustache thing. But it's um, disgusting to watch. <laughs> I've literally never done it before. I don't know why I started doing it during this, but I did it once and it felt good. It's probably because you're like in love with me and don't know how to deal with the nerves. Let's finish answering this guy's question and get the fuck off of this recording. (laughs) (laughs) I am not in love with you. It just so happens that whomever I met up with is either Canadian, is, is, shut the fuck up. Literally didn't say anything. (laughs) Um... Okay, I'm just gonna tell this guy you're not too late. Just fucking get in there, you know. And yeah, I, but, I mean, we I, answered the question ten minutes ago, but you keep bringing it back to the question. But we have to fucking. No other guest has been <laughs> this rude. <laughs> you hop answer, in here. I answered the you're, question immediately. You're acting like it's your show. You're coming in here. You're no, interviewing. Really nice. You're on asking my show. me questions. You're in. You're getting me. Um. Um. Yeah, you're ne- yeah, you're never too late. Just fucking whatever. And I think that, but my hypocritical thing is too. I always think like, I'm too late. I should have yeah, started later. I should, yeah. Yeah, and- but then you you know you can always spiral with that kind of stuff and that kind of thinking of like I should have done this. I should have done that. It's like yeah, you should have, could have, woulda, but you didn't. So move on. Yeah. Do you want to do it now or not? Yeah. And um and I. And I think I'm getting over that. Just the idea of like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. My biggest thing is like with comedy, the idea of uh, 
maybe what I do, uh, I, I think it looks less like this for you a lot of the time, but like for me, yeah. I look like an, a manic idiot a lot of the time. Now, mm -hmm. That's how I am when I'm like very comfortable with someone, I'm having a good time, but like that is also how I perform. And it is so insane to see you text right now as I'm being vulnerable. <laughs> Sorry. You are addicted to your phone. How many notifications <laughs> did you get on Twitter right now? Shut well, who up. Are you texting? I haven't checked Twitter. Okay. What were you saying? You said something like you got really deep. <laughs> I did. I was being, I'd venture to say, vulnerable, open. Yeah, could you just repeat all of it? Like, why? I mean, for the listeners, this is going to be around. If you, okay, I'm going to finish my thought. You're going to say goodbye. And this episode is over. Um, uh, also, because we're past the time. Uh, but I was saying, like, when I perform, I feel like, I, I feel like I'm seen as an idiot. Because that's what I portray. Because it's a funny character to have. And that's also yeah. what I really dig into. And then in reality, I, I mean, you know me, and it sounds so fucking douchebaggy to say, but like, I'm a little bit more deep than that on like a day-to-day -day level and what I want to talk about and what I want to process and write about and whatever. So it does make me feel dumb, especially like if that's like your first encounter with me and then you meet me and like on the second but time we hang I, out. Like, I have a follow-up question. It's like, why does it matter what someone who just met you thinks of you even like they're never going to know the full picture of who you are as a person, right? Yeah. So why do you care of someone you just met not knowing the full picture? Who cares? I, it's less about like a random person and more about like someone I'm genuinely interested in. Uh, so you're talking about girls that you're dating? No, girls and also friends, you know? Because I yeah, also- Yeah, but like you have the friendships that know you deeply, right? Yeah. You have people that know you that way. Why does it matter if someone you just met or someone who you're getting to know doesn't know you like that yet? Because they're yeah. going to get there if it's worth it, right? That's a level of vulnerability with you that you open up to. But, like, do you think Robin Williams was stressing that people didn't know the full him? Absolutely, because he, he fucking he killed himself. He didn't kill himself because he was like, nobody gets me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because he had a disease. Yeah, he was, he was, uh, are you talking only about depression or also like the Parkinson's and shit like that? Well, the Parkinson's is what rewired his brain. That's the new documentary that's coming out and how that affected him. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> is. Uh, he wasn't stressed about like, like he had his friends and stuff that actually knew him. Yeah. And I think you get too caught up in the way that people perceive you because you're like, I'm this fun guy. But, like, I also am deep and I have all these issues. And it's like, yeah, but everybody does. Yeah, I mean, not only issues, I also have thoughts. Like, I want to be thoughtful, you know? More thoughtful. But, um, I, you know, like, I, I tweet about, like, dumb shit, vibrators, whatever. And then I had someone talk to me the other day and they go, whoa, Lily, you're so much more than your vibrator tweets. And it's like, yeah, if you give me the opportunity to talk, you'll know that. Yeah. But I don't care that all the people that follow me online don't know that. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah, I'm learning to give less of a shit. And you know what? That's what I'm. That's the final answer I'm going to throw this guy. Give less of a shit. Oh, we're still answering this fucking question. No, I'm just saying. You know, he's still he's still fucking listening, and you got, he's listening to the app. We're still on the thing. If I had one more thing to say, you give it. You give the advice. Here's the opportunity. Why are you looking into everything? Uh, okay, I think that's a fun that's a fun place to end because we both need to go. Um, yeah. 
Uh, um, I got a poop. Lily, why'd you end with the poop? Because this is your podcast. You're the I'm poop the guy. poop guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do you want to poop uh, on camera and I can talk again while saying no. goodbye? Or do you no. try to dip out? No. That, don't act like that was a weird question to ask. You That's peed. a weird question, Joey. No. No. No, it wasn't. I also have a date to go on. So. Yeah. Uh, good luck. Good luck with the sap. <laughs> We know what it means. Stop, Joey. Stop. Okay. Have a good day. Um, have a good time. Uh, is there anything? Have a good time. <laughs> have a good day. Have a good time. Have a good day. <laughs> um, what? Uh, what is something that you want? Um, the more than thirty listeners to know. Um, I have a podcast called Sad Tits. If you want to listen to it, um, and I, you can follow me at Lils Michelle lils uh good and it's gonna be in the description too guys um lily i'm gonna say it i love you <laughs> as i'm flipping you <laughs> i understand our friendship I um you. say it back um you're you're there um <laughs> i kill myself uh okay no, i love you too joey even though yes um, yes even though it's not a deep love, I, I still love you. <laughs> okay, just say it and go. <laughs> uh, no, thank you for doing it, Lily. No problem. Go have fun. Have fun. Okay, I'm going to leave. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. Okay, fun time. All right, everybody. Goodbye. Why are you going to say that? Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, this is the first episode I'm adding a conclusion, a little bit of a cap, a nightcap, if you will, to the episode. I wanted to let you guys know that the following episodes coming up uh, after Lily's, there's going to be some changes. You're going to notice that I'm going to cut for some ads. I'm actually going to cut the interviews. The, the episode's going to start being shorter. Uh, I'm going to have my intros, my conclusions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add another segment in there. Because the show is evolving, and I have also started a partnership with uh, Authentic Network, a network I'm very happy and proud to be a part of now. Um, my very good friend Carly got me involved in that. And uh, and and while the show is fun, there's uh, at a certain point, uh, I got to be more, more serious about it. Um, because right now it is for me and I'm being honest here. It has kind of been get some friends on. I have this idea and we just shoot the shit, get some questions, answer them, put the episode out. But I'm going to be, I'm going to be putting a little bit more work into this. Uh, this is, uh, this is a project that I'm passionate about. I'm happy about it. Um, and it, it, it not only deserves more effort and time and work from me, um, but, but it also deserves to evolve like everyone else. So if you're along for the ride, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening this far. Thank you for listening to everything that's been coming up. Um, you can tell with people like Lily, I just have a fun time doing this. 
uh, all of my friends recently, Savannah, Zach, Gabby, uh, everyone who comes through. Uh, those are just the recent ones. Mamadou, all these, Martin, everybody, you know, like Petey. I have a great time doing this. Um, but I think, I think not only as a listener, do you guys deserve more than just, uh, you know, a funny conversation between friends where we, we touched upon some vulnerable shit, but like, uh, I'm going to try to open the door, crack a window open to, uh, to see other ways in which I can get more out of my guests, give you a, a bigger show and we can all have a fun and great time together while we laugh and learn. And, Cause that's really the goal. So I love you guys. Uh, tune in next week. Glad you listen. Thank you. Bye-bye. I love you. Kisses. I uh, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I wish I could take that back, but I'm not redoing it. Okay, bye. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.